Thanks for tuning in to the Flip King CEO, flipping your business, flipping your life. Whether you're a beginner or seasoned entrepreneur, we are looking to help you grow your business and better your life with real-world examples, tools, and tricks for your daily business and good old-fashioned motivation to get you to the next level. We're here to see your business grow to fit your lifestyle. So grab a pen and notebook and get ready to grow. It's the Flip King CEO Show. Now here's your host, Joe Evangelisti. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the show, Flip King CEO Podcast, the new and improved Flip King CEO Podcast. We're getting ready to roll. Going to give you guys a second to hop on. I'll explain to you why I look so fancy. Those of you who know me well know I don't wear this stuff very often, although I kind of feel good. It's comfortable. It feels good right now. It's got me in a mood. It's got me feeling some kind of way this morning, Monday morning, kicking off the week, but you know what? It's okay. I'm going to explain to you why. I'm going to explain to you what it looked like, why I look like this, and kind of get you guys kicked off for the week and get you enjoying the moment, get you enjoying the present, right? Yo. All right. So this is the Flip King CEO podcast. Why you guys are hopping on, why you guys are getting the hearts coming, why you guys are absolutely clicking that thumb button, right? That like button and those hearts. I want to give you guys a little bit of quick background. If you haven't already gone to iTunes and subscribed to the podcast, it's called the Flip King CEO and hit us with a five-star review, and hit us with some feedback about the podcast. If you've watched it before, and you've re-listened to some of the old episodes from back in the day when I used to spit game about real estate, guys, if you enjoyed it and you saw some value there, make sure you're sending us some notes, make sure you're giving us some reviews, and after you do that, come back here wherever you're watching and send us a comment, leave us a comment, tell us about it, and then put five-star review in the comments. What's going to happen after you do those two things is... My girl Amanda is going to send you cool shit. It's that simple. It's that simple, folks. Go leave a five-star review and then comment five-star review, and you will get cool shit. It's that simple, right? So do that if you haven't done it already. After you get done listening to the live recording today, then you can go back and listen to some of the old recordings. There's still some really good nuggets in those old recordings, those old things I used to do two, three years ago. The real estate stuff that I recorded for you guys, those of you that are in the real estate game, This podcast is not 100% about real estate anymore. It's about business, mindset, growth, scale, and all those other good things. But those of you, a lot of you still listen are in the real estate game. There's a lot of good stuff and tactics that I taught two, three years ago that are still relevant today that will get you where you need to go. So you can listen to that stuff, take notes, grab a pen, take take some notes, write it down. I walk you case by case through a lot of those uh, deals that I did back in the day. And when you listen to that stuff, I hope you get some good value out of it. Write the five-star review. What's up? Thank you guys for the hearts and the thumbs up. By the way, Amanda is monitoring this at the time, so we're going live. If you guys ask some great questions, and she's going to give me the thumbs up that they're good questions. She's going to ask them out loud. We'll try to answer them during the show today. At the end of the show, i got a great announcement for you guys. Those of you who know, we have an event coming up January 3rd and 4th. i got a special announcement about the event. A couple of you guys that are on here right now watching, I know, are coming to the event. So i got a cool surprise for you that I haven't told anybody yet. Even those of you that paid to come to the event don't even know uh, about this surprise. So it's going to be pretty dope. So we're going to get to the end here. I'll give you the announcement. I'll let you know what's happening. Uh, the roundtable event's coming back to New Jersey, January 3rd and 4th. For those of you that are local, I know you're excited because a lot of you have been hitting me up and the last couple have been away. This next one's going to be back in town, January 3rd and 4th. So I know a lot of the local investors and a lot of local business owners are stoked to be a part of that. And I'm excited to have you back. It's already going to be a big event. We already have seven guys committed to it. I'm closing it down to 10 people, right? So I've told you this before. 
This is a high level event. This is not going to be one of my one day short events. This is a two day event and it's going to be big time. So those of you that are interested, make sure you hit me up. I only have a couple tickets left that aren't confirmed yet. So, and we have a little something special going on. I'm going to announce at the end of the podcast. So let's jump right into it this morning, right? I don't want to start this out on a sad note, but the fact of the matter is, guys, I'm in this sport coat and this button down because I had to start my morning off. I had to start my Monday off at a funeral, right? And there's no better way to remind yourself that you need to enjoy the moment than to go to a death, okay? Let's just call it what it is, right? We work our asses off, folks. A lot of us paying attention right now, work our asses off day in and day out, seven days a week, trying to build something better than what we started with. And the fact is that we don't generally find time to enjoy the moment. We don't generally find time to step back and say, man, look how far we've come, right? Look how far I've made it. Look at what I've accomplished. Look at what I've done, right? And then what happens? Well, whack. Well, death happens, right? And it's going to happen to everyone listening to this podcast right now. It's going to happen to me. It's going to happen to Amanda. It's going to happen to every one of my employees. It's going to happen to all of us, right? And it's a sad thing. It's a scary thing. And it's something that we all have to think about at some point in time. We hopefully, we don't have to think about it, you know, sooner than later, but we're going to have to experience it. And it's not really the way I wanted to start this podcast. But you know what? The fact is, when we scheduled this podcast last week, I didn't know I was going to have to be at a funeral this morning, right? But it's kind of apropos because the fact of the matter is, it gives you a real reflection on why it is that we should actually spend time enjoying the moment, why it is we should actually reflect on how far we've come and what we've achieved, right? And the fact is we are in the grind, right? Everyone, you can raise your hand, get the thumbs up if you're in the grind, if you're trying to constantly get better, if you're constantly trying to get to that next level. Well, when is it enough, right? When is it that you're going to actually step back and say, I've achieved something, I've gotten better, pat yourself on the back, take a deep breath, right? Well, for a lot of business owners, that doesn't ever come. Or if it does, it's so short-lived Because when you get to a certain level, a certain threshold, you always have a next level, a next threshold. So if that thing is a project or an accomplishment or a quarterly or some sort of thing that somehow in your subconscious was your thing, right? If you think that you were going to get to that thing, what happens is you get to that thing and by the time it happens, it's already up in your rear view mirror, right? You've already moved on to the next thing. It's not even exciting anymore. And the problem is in our day and age, When everything happens like this, especially if you think about it, those of you that have kids, we don't even have the bandwidth to enjoy the fruits of our labor. We don't even have the bandwidth to be excited about our wins anymore, right? We have wins and they just go by us. We don't even have a chance to smile about them anymore. So I want to teach a few things that actually can help you stay in the zone, that can actually help you enjoy the moment, right? Because folks, the fact is, if you're building something, and it's bigger than you, and I hope it's bigger than you, and if it's not, pay attention to this podcast before the last few we've done and the the few that are coming after this, because if it's not bigger than you, that's a bigger problem in itself. But if you're building something that is bigger than you and you're not finding a way to enjoy the moment, then this podcast is for you. So take notes, review it, listen to it again, right? This is something that I wanna help you with. It's something that's taken me a long time to get to, And I hope that it helps you level up and help you grow this piece. Now, there's two pieces, right? Everyone needs to get better at enjoying their business quality time and their personal quality time because 
there's two pieces, right? And folks, if you're at a certain level and you think like, I need to get like to a certain, I need to, once I'm a millionaire, once I'm a half a millionaire, once I have enough money in the bank, I'll be, I'll have enough time created that I can start enjoying my family. Let me tell you right now, that's a fallacy. Okay. That doesn't happen. I was at a high level mastermind event last week and one of my very, very good friends had a big challenge that he was having, which was how do I create more quality time with my family? This is a guy who's a millionaire, a legit multimillionaire. Okay. Who spends most of his time now, now that he's basically semi-retired from rehabbing houses. By the way, a very young guy. This is not an older guy. Young guy who's retired from flipping houses, who now lends his own money. This is his job, okay? And his biggest hang-up at this mastermind group, and not, you know, I'm not saying this to out him. I'm saying this to put things into perspective. His biggest challenge is how do I find quality time with my family? Or how do I define quality time with my family? How do I make it feel like I'm having quality time with my family? So folks, I say this to say this to you, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if you have an hourly job. It doesn't matter if you have a salary job. It doesn't matter if you're a business owner. It doesn't matter what level of the game that you're at. You're always going to have to figure out a way to define quality time and to define enjoyment along the way, right? Give me some thumbs up if that makes sense to you guys. Let me know if that makes sense to you guys because if we don't find ways to define enjoyment, And if we don't find ways to actually enjoy the ride, the fact is you'll end up dead and you'll end up gone before you can enjoy the ride. So if that makes sense for you, then I'm talking to the right people right now. If it doesn't, that's fine too. But the fact is that we have to find ways. We have to find ways to define that because this is the enjoyment. This is the best time of your life, right? It's not going to get any better. And if you're having struggles and challenges, that's what makes it fun. Okay. So let's get into it real quick. Business, right? How can we find ways in our business to stop, reflect, and enjoy? So if you're a business owner or a CEO, we have to figure out ways to schedule things that are important for you and that are going to help you reflect. Um, A few things for me as a business owner, we have to schedule reviews with our people, right? We have to make sure we're spending quality time actually asking our people questions and actually asking them for feedback, right? This is probably the number one thing that I see business owners missing out of all the time. And the fact is that if we're not asking our people questions and we're not figuring out what's going on with them, if we're not asking our people for feedback and we're not figuring out what's actually happening to them in the day-to-day and we're not actually helping them level up, feedback is the most important thing we can figure out with our people. So scheduling time to actually have reviews with them Believe it or not, we think that our employees are afraid of the reviews or they don't want the reviews or there are some sort of animosity around the reviews like, oh, I'm being reviewed by my boss. The fact is a review should be a positive thing. A review is an opportunity for them to learn and grow and a review is an opportunity for you as a leader to help them learn and grow. So getting reviews done and getting them done in a positive, optimistic way is one way for you to actually review an employee and then reflect with them on how far you've grown, right? And then it's actually an opportunity for you to reflect on how far you've come because you can see that you've taken an employee from X to X and each quarter you can see them getting to the next level, right? So reviews are actually a great opportunity to see accomplishment in action. If you're not reviewing and you're not seeing them grow and you're seeing them fail and you're watching them and you're challenged and you're not challenging them and you're saying to yourself, why isn't this person doing what I want them to do? Well, if you're not reviewing, it's on you, right? So that's a perfect opportunity to see 
the opportunity in action. It's a perfect opportunity to see an employee grow and for you to reflect. So that's a perfect time for enjoyment, right? Also, leadership activities. Getting leadership activities scheduled. Some of those activities I've talked about in past podcasts, you guys can definitely go back and check. Those things are like visionary videos. Those things are actually, again, stopping and sending emails or phone calls and checking in with your employees and getting feedback and figuring out what makes them tick, what's their why, what's their goals, what's important to them. Again, leadership activities, determining what's your manager's focus, what's going to help them grow and succeed, what type of trainings they need. Maybe they need to go away. Maybe they need to stay. Maybe they need in-house coaching. Maybe they need some sort of other you know, ancillary benefits that you can provide to them as the CEO, right? So figuring out what type of leadership activities can actually help benefit your people is a great thing to schedule. If you don't put it on your schedule, it's not going to happen, right? Actually doing trainings for them, one-on-one trainings or group trainings. Those are things that you can schedule that are actually going to add great benefit as the visionary to your team. That can add to culture too, because again, if it's your business, it's your culture. You've defined the culture from the beginning. It might start to take a little bit of its own course as time goes on because the employees are starting to develop their own culture from what you began. But again, it's your vision, your culture from the beginning, right? So you have to be able to set that tone and trainings are one of those ways where you can continue to put your spin on it, your piece on it and continue to grow it that way, right? And then the last thing is you can do as a business owner to create that exact piece that you want is strategic relationships, right? You should be scheduling high-level meetings with people that can help your business grow, right? Maybe they're power partners. We've talked about that before. I talked about that on an interview with Matt last week, uh, Matt Garabedian. Also, maybe it's strategic relationships with investors or bankers, wherever your business is built, but it's people that can help get your business to the next level. Having those things scheduled and implemented and put on your schedule is actually going to find ways, again, to help you sit back and create enjoyment. Because when you have these meetings you can actually see the reward of what you've built, right? So again, good segments for business QT. Now, how do we get these things? A couple little tips and tricks to getting these things actually implemented, right? A few things that I use within my office, guys, for to-do lists. We just found a great product actually a couple months ago that's been really, really powerful. For to-do lists, there's a thing called Google Keep, okay? Keep.google, I think, keep.google, something like that. Google Keep is an amazing to-do list scheduler. You can invite people individually for each list. You can create your own private lists and so forth. So that's a great to-do list. Has an app on your phone. You can open it, create the list. Okay. For calendar, obviously, Google Calendar. Guys, if you don't know how to time block your schedule, learn how to time block. Okay. For our salespeople, we block prospecting time. You know, for me, I block certain lunches. If I want to go on uh, lunch appointments, I block time with my kids, which I'm going to go over in a minute. I block time for family. I block time for the gym. So you should be blocking certain and very, very high level important pieces of your week so that nobody can touch those pieces, right? Including your assistant, including anybody who wants to jump on top of that piece of time and corrupt your schedule. Folks, if your schedule is working you and not the other way around, it's your fault. Plain and simple, if you are getting worked by your schedule, you need to fix it. All of us, everyone in this video has the same amount of hours in the time of day, right? We all have 24. We all have seven. So if you're being worked by your schedule, you need to fix that. You need to delegate or you need to prioritize and you need to time block. We got to find ways to fix that. If you're the CEO or the owner of a company and you're somewhere where you need to grow to an next piece and you're not controlling your own schedule, it's your fault. So Moving into the next year, if you haven't fixed that and you're going year to year to year and you're saying, I'm too busy, 
The words too busy are an excuse. It's that's you talking to yourself, not anyone else. So when you tell somebody else you're too busy, go grab a mirror real quick because the person you're talking to cannot fix that, right? Unless you're looking in a mirror already, it's the only way you can fix it, folks. So, you know, I hope that that helps a little bit, but you got to fix your schedule. You got a time block and you got to fix your schedule. Let's jump into the personal quality time for a second, because this is a really, really big thing for me. It's something that it's really near and dear to my heart. And I talk about this a lot with people and they're like, I don't have time for my wife. I don't have time for my kids. I don't know how I'm going to have time. I don't know when I'm going to have time. Folks, it gets right back to what I just said, and that's time blocking. Okay. Couple super simple steps. First of all, if you're married, you know, significant other and husband, wife, I'm going to say wife just because I'm married to my wife, right? So, you know, it's obviously, you know, if you have a wife or a husband, just, you know, flip the script, right? But, you know, my wife, I spend time with her purposefully and on a calendar with a schedule, right? It is a relationship. Every relationship, guys, you got to work at. I'm not a relationship coach. I'm not sitting here presenting myself as one or telling you that I am. But the fact of the matter is that if it's a relationship that you want to work, you have to work at it, right? So for date nights, we schedule them. If you're not dating your wife or dating your significant other, shame on you. Start doing it. You have to. It's not, it doesn't have to be expensive. You don't have to go out to a crazy expensive place every time. You just have to schedule time away from the monotony, away from your you know, craziness of your life. If you have children, if you have a busy work, hectic schedule, maybe you live with your in-laws. I have no idea. Whatever your daily life is like, you need to get away from that. Okay. So if you have children, for example, like I do, you need to get away from home. So our date nights are very simple. We go to the same place almost every single time. It's pretty easy to get coverage because luckily, you know, my in-laws live around the corner, stuff like that. If you don't have that ease, you know, I'm sorry, I feel bad for you, but you got to find a way to fix it, right? Maybe you have a neighbor, maybe you have somebody you can rely on, maybe you don't, but you got to find a way to date your spouse or significant other a couple times a month and it's got to be on the schedule. It's just as easy as saying two Fridays a month and that's it and we're not going to move it. It's going to be every other Friday and nothing touches that schedule, right? Make it the second and fourth Friday of the month or whatever, the first and third, and then don't move it, right? It's super easy to say, it's on my calendar. It's not moving, right? It's the first and third Friday. If somebody says, hey, what are you doing the first Friday of the month? Hey, I got something on my schedule. Boom. Or better yet, if something else comes up, the rule is you must move it to a different night, period, right? You can't delete it. That's what time blocking is all about, folks. If something's on your calendar and it's a must move, only thing you're allowed to do is move it, not delete it. So if a date night gets backed up, it goes from Friday to Sunday, Friday to Monday, Friday to Tuesday, whatever it is, it can't be deleted. It can only be moved. Does that make sense? So you got to do it twice a month. Now we're at the point now where luckily we have a little bit of freedom. Maybe we do it two or three times a month. But the fact is we have date night. It happens every single month, no matter what, whether we hate each other that month and we're fighting, whether we're having a great month, you know, marriages are work, right? Everyone who's married knows that, you know, no marriage is perfect. You could be having a bad month, a good month, a great month, a bad, you know, whatever. You go on dates. And the fact is, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't know this already, you probably do. Your wife likes to be listened to, right? So even if you just go to the date, turn your phone off and just listen, right? That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. I promise you. That's all you got to do. So just go on the date twice a month and just listen. It can be painful sometimes. I know. I'm with you. I hear you, right? But just do it. And I promise you, you'll have a better marriage. Twice a month. That's all you got to do. That's 
half quality time for family. The other half is if you have children, guys, you got to have family nights out. Again, for me, it's just, it could be as simple as going to somewhere, you know, like a pizza place or fast food related, just getting out of the house, removing yourself from the house. Because again, if you have young kids, you know, young kids, where are they like the most terrorizing? They're at home between like five and five and eight, five in bedtime. Like the house is where they feel comfortable being animals, right? So I want to get away from the house. And if that just means getting pizza, it means getting pizza, right? But just getting away from the house, trying to do that once a week if possible, and just getting out of the house. So I'm scheduling that. We're finding ways to do it, even if it's inconvenient, even if you're tired, even if you don't feel like it. Quality time away from the house once a week. And it's tough in the winter, guys. Like I'm in New Jersey. It's freezing outside. I don't want to go home and pack the kids up, bring them out of the house. But the fact is they need it. They need to be you know, taken away. They need to get out of their normal, like, you know, routine. They need to have some sort of something new, you know, different people. And it makes you uncomfortable, especially if your kid's cranky. They're going to make a scene at the restaurant. We got to socialize them, right? We got to get them out of there. We got to get them in a different environment. We got to create some different activity for them. And you know what? Getting them out of the house once a week for me is one way of doing that. Another thing about your kids that I find for quality time, schedule, especially you dads, I'm not going to just point you guys out, but you know, fact is a lot of us are working and, you know, we don't spend enough time with our kids. For me, picking my kids up from school whenever I can. And, you know, sometimes I take my kids because they're really young. My one, you know, gets out half day. Take them to lunch. You know, it takes one hour. I know it's tough for a lot of people. It's not possible for a lot of people. But if you can do it, pick them up from school, take them to lunch. I don't do it a lot. If I can do it once a quarter, you know, something like that. But the fact is, it's something simple that goes a long way, especially if you have young kids. And they're going to think about it forever. It's going to be something that's major for them. It's a huge impact for your kids. It only takes an hour or two out of your day. It makes a big difference for you. So if it's possible and you're capable, do something like that. Small things go a long way. Guys, the bottom line is this. Quality time, especially with family, you know, we think like we're not doing enough. We're never doing enough. You just have to schedule it. The fact is, if you don't put it on the schedule, you don't say you're going to do it. You don't volunteer to go read at their school. You don't volunteer to go in for Christmas you know, I went in last week and uh, decorated a gingerbread house or something like that. It sounds silly. It goes a long way for your kids, right? It's a major, major impact for your children. So doing things that are that kind of different might sound silly, might sound minute, might sound like it's very, very small. It's huge impact, right, in the big scheme of things for your family. So putting those little hours in, those little half an hours in, and then jumping right back into the thick of the business and then getting back into your schedule Guys, we don't have to spend days at a time, right? We don't have days at a time. But the fact is, when you jump out of your schedule, do something for an hour, and then jump back into your business, you can still be the business person that you want to be, and you can still check all those boxes. Now, when we're in Family QT, what are the rules, right? Leave your cell phone off. Don't answer it. Don't respond to texts that aren't burning buildings down, okay? Guys, I promise you, when you don't respond to shit, 99% of the time, what happens? The fires get put out by themselves. The people that are trying to get your attention when they think they need it most, if you wait an hour, it gets done. If you wait an hour to respond to someone and say, hey, man, I'm sorry, I was caught up in an appointment. What's the response nine times out of 10? If you've done this and heard this, nine times out of 10, you respond back and say, I'm so sorry, I was in an appointment. Hey, don't worry, Joe, we took care of it, right? That's what happens. Fires put themselves out. And generally, the louder and more dramatic and crazy and asinine the text, voicemail, email, slash, 
blah, blah, blah is, if you have some realtor that's emailing you in all caps locks, right? Do not respond to that craziness. Do not invite or encourage that kind of drama into your life. Because within an hour, that kind of shit is gone. It's been squashed. Somebody else has fixed it, right? Data, not drama, is how you need to start running your life. So if you bring it down and you don't allow it to bring, you know, get encouraged into your life and brought into your life and drug into your life, a lot of times that stuff will dissipate out of your life. So along with allowing the quality time into your life and allowing the quality things into your life is segregating the garbage out of your life. Those go one and the same with keeping your calendar blocked, right? So a couple more things, right? How do we find presence and gratitude in our lives? Again, part of getting that enjoyment, getting that, you know, feeling good along the way and actually sitting back. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Sitting back and taking the enjoyment, right? Folks, again, this has to do with every person. I want you to understand this because it took me a long time to understand this. This has to do with every person listening to this call. I don't care where you're at on the food chain. This is not a money thing, okay? This is not a success thing. This is not a wait until you are comfortable thing. And this is not a wait until you meet your sales goals thing. You cannot wait until you meet your sales goals to rest on your laurels and sit back and enjoy. You have to enjoy every day and be grateful for every piece that you have along the way. And I'm not trying to get spiritual here with you. I'm not trying to get religious. I'm just trying to help you understand that the more grateful you are and the more appreciation for every little thing that you have along every step of the road, that's what's going to make you realize that every piece every day is important. Every day that we work and get up and have a heartbeat and come to work and have the ability to work around good people and have the ability to have conversations with people in business and have, you know, the ability to watch Facebook lives and enjoy other people's content, which I do all the time. You know, the fact is that's a day to be appreciative of what you can take in, right? And you have to enjoy every step because there is no apex. There is no plateau or top of the mountain where you're finally going to get there and say, oh my God, this was what I've been waiting for my whole life, okay? And I can tell you this confidently because I know dozens and dozens of ultra successful millionaires that have done it and they'll tell me the same thing. Joe, it's not about the money. It's not about the success. It's certainly not about the fame because everybody wants to be Facebook famous today, right? And I'm not doing this content to be Facebook famous. I'm doing it to add value to you guys so you can understand that being present and being appreciative and having value in today is way, way, way more important than where you think you want to go and where you think your top of the mountain is or where you think the level is that you want to achieve that's going to make you happy. Folks, having a ton of money will make you a hell of a lot more comfortable and confident and it will buy you stuff but it's not going to make you ultimately comfortable and happy inside. It's not going to make you content. It's not going to get you to that place that you think it's going to get you. The fact is being appreciative and grateful for every single day is going to make you enjoy the ride. And that's what we're talking about today because enjoying the ride is way more powerful than trying to figure out how to get to the Ferrari, right? Because the Ferrari is going to make you feel awesome for about 24 hours, right? The Rolex is going to make you feel awesome for about 24 hours, right? 
And then it's going to be what's next, what's next. And chasing what's next is what's wrong with almost everything that everybody teaches. So I'm just trying to keep it real with you guys because what we teach is get there, but enjoy it. Figure out a way to enjoy it while you're getting there. We want to get you there, but we want you to understand that getting there and enjoying it along the way is equally important. And that's why we train the mind as much as we train the team and the growth and the scale and the next level, right? So some pieces on getting there and being present along the way. A is meditation. Folks, if you're not meditating, spending some time, meditation is not laying on a yoga mat and going like this and going, "Mm," which it can be, right? Not trying to put down the people that do that. Meditation is simply spending quiet, alone time, and I mean super quiet, with yourself and thinking. Can be That can be meditation, right? That can be meditation. It can be as deep as getting super deep and getting a coach and breathing and exercise, right? You can do meditation that way. There's a lot of different forms of meditation, but simply getting alone and maybe listening to an audio and just thinking about what's happening in your day and actually paying attention to the mindfulness of what's happening and thinking about what's happening in the future and what's going to go on in your next day or week or whatever, being grateful and actually thinking about what happened in the last, you know, what got you here. Just meditating on what is, is powerful enough. You can do that. Thinking about gratitude, actually thinking each day about what you're grateful for, why you're grateful for it, the people in your life that you're grateful for, and actually meditating on those people. Believe it or not, it brings a lot more people to be grateful for into your life. So if you believe in that kind of thing, truth is, it happens. Appreciation. How's appreciation different than gratitude? In my mind, gratitude is what I'm grateful for because it's happened. Appreciation is what I'm grateful for because it's action that I've taken to create people in my life. I'm appreciative and respectful of the action that I have taken that I've been able to pull and will people into my life. So I have appreciation for that, right? So there's a little bit of a different, it's a kind of a gray area, but I've controlled it, right? I have appreciation for it because they're there. And I I respect them and I appreciate them in my life and the people that do things for me, I have a high level of appreciation for them. It's a little bit, little bit different, but that's just the way I delineate it, right? Miracle Morning, if you haven't heard me talk about it already, go read the book, guys. Everyone's talking about it now. I've been talking about it for years. I'm not saying I started the trend, but it's a powerful book. It's a powerful practice. If you haven't been doing it, start doing it. Get up early. Start your day right. Get your systems in line. All the things we're talking about, line up with that and get your exercise. It's the last piece we're going to talk about. Body, mind, connection has to do with health, wellness, feeling, getting the blood running, getting the uh, oxygen in your system, and then combining it with the gratitude, the meditation, the appreciation, the interaction between your mind and body and getting centered and focused for your day and then going after it, right? Getting all those things aligned before 6 a.m. is so powerful because your day and your week is all started out before most people get out of bed. And that's what's powerful. So having those things aligned and ready to go before most people wake up is what's awesome, right? So I hope you guys found some value in what we're talking about today. I hope you guys share this because again, it's the only reason we do this is to add value out there. Share this with your friends. Share this with people that maybe don't subscribe to the podcast already or aren't friends with me on Facebook already. If you see people out there that you know that aren't friends with me already, tell them to friend me. I'm just looking to have people added to the space that want the value, that want to see the next level. Small business owners, medium business owners, large business owners, those are the people I want to add value to. Those are the people I want to see in the space. 
Those are the people I want to see grow to the next level. If you know somebody that can get huge value out of a roundtable event, if you haven't been to one yet, if you don't know what I'm talking about and you want to see growth, message me. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation around this afternoon. Happy to have a phone call with you. Happy to see where your business is right now, especially if you're in a local area. We have a special announcement for the guys that are already um, coming to the event January 3rd and 4th. It's in Haddonfield, New Jersey. We're about 10 minutes across the bridge from Philadelphia. Amanda was actually able to lock down an entire suite at the 76ers on January 3rd. So we have a suite at the 76ers. And special announcement is we're going to be seeing Dr. J at the suite, right? So those of you who know Dr. J is, he's a legend in the 76ers, Julius Irving, one of the old greats in the 76ers, is going to be stopping in. We're going to be talking to Dr. J at the suite. We're going to have room for everybody. It's going to be great. We got food, beverage, everything's paid for. We locked down the suite last week. So the people that are coming to the roundtable event, we're going to have suite access on the first day of the event. So we're all going to be heading over there after day one. Right now, we're limiting the event to 10 people. I like to keep it small. And the fact of the matter is it's small because I like one-on-one attention. I want to make sure that we're paying close attention to what's happening in that room. I want to diagnose every problem that you guys have in your business, the high-level issues, and you leave this room with solutions. The fact of the matter is we will solve your problems. It happens every time. It's mind-blowing, the aha moments that happen in this room. The guys that leave this room and see the next level, it's just crazy, right? Seeing 30, 40, 50% growth in people's business in 35 days, awesome. I've had people come in there and change their entire business model. Not that we're trying to do that, but we've seen some major shifts. People come in and hire crazy people, hire their COOs after this event. So it's just an awesome shift in mindset, awesome shift in focus, and next level stuff happens at these events. If you've been to an event, you've been to a round table and you're watching this video, post below the results of what you've seen in your business. I had this happen last week. A bunch of people posted some of their mindset shifts. It's crazy. If you have some questions, feel free to post them below. Feel free to message me. But the event's in two weeks. We have four tickets left. I said seven earlier. We sold six tickets. Amanda told me we have seven people interested. One hasn't paid yet. It's first come, first serve, guys. It's 5Gs is the investment. It's well worth it. If you think 5Gs is too much money, I apologize for you because you're probably not a business owner. You got to get to that next level. It's a mindset focused shift, guys. We have to get you past that. We have to get you understanding what five grand is, right, folks? I mean, we have to understand that this is something you're investing in yourself. It's something that's going to take you to a different atmosphere that you haven't been to. If five grand is a lot of money, you're not in that atmosphere yet. We have to break through that glass ceiling so you understand. For some of these guys, five grand, they look at it and go, okay, great, here's five grand, right? That's the place we need to get you, right? You're not there yet, we need to get you there, right? So here we are, that's where we wanna be. If you wanna see yourself with us on January 3rd and 4th, message me. Guys, I hope you uh, enjoy the podcast. Keep coming, keep listening, keep subscribing, and have an awesome week. Message me if you wanna talk. I'll be around all afternoon. Peace.